Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll do it live. And what a show we have for you tonight, as always. You better keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83, however you may be listening, because you will not want to miss tonight's show. It's going to be three hours of fun, enlightenment, entertainment, inspiration, and education. Let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. What's up, Kid Dynamite? What's up, Kid Dynamite? Chris Broussard, that's appropriate on this uh, TV theme yes. show Thursday, that's right. Yes, indeed, uh, yes, indeed. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Trying to catch up, a little rest, feeling a little run down a little bit, but I feel good now, recharged and ready to go. Kind of quiet day for a change. All right, well, that's good. Well, we got uh, Bill Orham from The Athletic, who's been on the wow. show before he covers the Lakers for The Athletic. He he's will join us trouble. at the bottom of the hour. Yeah, he's one of many out there writing that uh, things between the Lakers and LeBron James have really reached a fever pitch. They hit the skids, Chris. I, I was saying over the weekend with all the LeBron news coming out that the Lakers can't be that happy about it. I mean, I it, it, some of it was obvious, right, being back in Cleveland, but just – Things aren't going well. Just felt a little out of place. Weird. Well, we will see, and we will get into that. Let's introduce the Odd Couple crew to start things off. DJ Alex Tyshirt, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan, is on the ones and twos on this TV theme show Thursday. Of course, this is also his time to shine because it is Tyshirt's Tower of Trivia in the third hour tonight. That'll be a lot of fun. That means and that our downloads are going over 5 million. Okay. Very happy. <laughs> no, Alex, six. did you hear that? Six, Alex. Six. <laughs> Boys, all I'm saying is you're welcome. <laughs> we we also got the super producer, Rob G, in the house for a change. I mean, time I, I don't you know up. when. I know. Rob G, he's Rob here. G, he's you know, Rob, here. Rob, yesterday you got ripped because everybody, so. everybody did a double and they were in for the second show, but you were like, ah. He just ain't made of that stuff. It, he look. Rob you G, it was it me or Ben Maller that you couldn't stand? Which one? Is that why you didn't come in? No, it was it Ben Maller. It was ben okay. Maller. All right, just want to make you sure. You see it all the time in sports. Some people just aren't built to play an eighty-two game regular. <laughs> you know season. what, I mean, Chris? Chris done, if I got not, your look, paycheck, I'd do seven shows <laughs> to play a sixteen-game NFL season year after year. It, it's simple. That's it. No shame. Rob you know, G, if there was money is. involved, you would if, be there, right? You know what? If, if there was money involved, I'd go host a show for ESPN right now. Just there saying. you go. Look at that. Just saying. I don't yeah, blame you. All right. Well, on the <laughs> update, you heard, you. You you know heard me. A, a, rather, <laughs> a rather mellow 
David Gascon the second and uh, on the updates, but I'm sure he'll pick it up. So he's Yay. joining us as well. <laughs> All right, Rob, let's get into it. We mentioned LeBron James and. You know, as you said over All Star Weekend, he you know he praised Sam Presti, the GM for the Oklahoma City Thunder, who by the way have one of the worst teams in the league. But yep. but LeBron praised him, who by the way uh, drafted had James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, never won a title. But LeBron praised him, uh, <laughs> and people took that as a shot at Rob Palinka. That's what it LeBron, was. that's what it was. Yes, it was. Well, I mean, it was gotten out of the blue. LeBron also. Uh, said he wants to play his last year of his career with Bronny, LeBron James. And he'd Jr. go anywhere. Son. Right. Bronny wouldn't Wherever be an option. Is. Yes. And then he also said that the possibility of returning to Cleveland one day to play or anything. He didn't, you know, he didn't drive it home. But he left the door here. open. But right. just, yeah, he said that door's still open. So all of that. And then, of course, they didn't make a trade over the deadline. Rob Palinka said that LeBron and AD were on board with that. LeBron comes out later and and reports come out that he wasn't on board with it. So just a whole lot of hullabaloo going on between the Lakers and LeBron and some articles. Bill Oram wrote one about a divorce could be in the offing between these two. And then finally today, Bill Plaschke of the LA Times just blew the roof off the sucker with a column entitled, the Lakers must trade LeBron James. I'll give it Bill Plasky crazy, but it's the best path forward. That was the I, title. I give Here him credit, is. Chris. You know, like you know this in this business. You know, you don't you don't go after the big guy in town. You know what I mean? Like like Bill could didn't have to write that. He could have couched it. He could have uh, avoided that or just said stay the course. You got LeBron, whatever. I give him credit. As Charlie Hayes would say, I do. Well, do you agree with him? That's the question. Should yeah, they trade if, him? If, if LeBron is not happy and, and, and this is where we are and it sounds like there's a, a definite rub and there's low lubricant around, Chris, I think that... What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> A rub, lubricant. <laughs> Keep it on basketball. Everything's my not goodness. <laughs> Golly. I'm just saying, like this, it's just a rough patch. Is that cool? It's a, okay. Okay, a rough okay. patch. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like lubricant. I don't know. Like, I never heard lubricant used on the show before. But anyway, um, no, I. If you really feel like this is uh, sh- this relationship is strained and it's not going to get better, and it won't because Westbrook ain't going nowhere, and you really feel like LeBron is going to check out or, or or not check out, but but not really all the way being in it, and feels like he can't win here because there are no assets, Chris. The cupboard's bare. They're going to have to have this. AD isn't who he turned out to be or who LeBron probably thought he would be. Uh, he's hurt all the time. Uh, he's not aggressive enough. He came in before, what was that, last season out of shape. Like, like, there's a lot of things there not to like Anthony Davis once you get up close and take the makeup off, you know? Uh, right. So I think with all those things pending and LeBron's clock ticking, you think he wants to sit around here for another year of this? I, I don't well, think so. here to that point, um, Sham Sharania from The Athletic, uh, he tweet he talked yesterday on the Pat McAfee show, 
And here's a direct quote from him. I spoke to LeBron's agent, Rich Paul, and he said that talk of LeBron leaving Los Angeles in, in itself is ridiculous and is totally false. LeBron James isn't leaving the Lakers. He's going to be on the Lakers. The question is, how can the Lakers get better? That's why I've heard they have been active in the trade market. I spoke to Rich Paul today, and he told me there is no issues between LeBron James and the Lakers or Rob Palenka. Now, I've spoken with Rich as well the last few days, Rob, and he has not indicated that the situation is nearly as bad as a lot of the reports are saying. Um, it's basically what he like. he's saying, the same thing as he told Sham Sharania, that, you know, they're not looking to get out. And so I talked to a few people around the league today just to gauge, look, if, if LeBron were put on the market, what would the market value be for him? They said it'd be high because a team, you know, can bring him in, try to win a championship. Or some team, Rob, you know this, owners would look at the checkbook and say LeBron James is going to generate major money for us, whether we win the championship or not. Oh, yeah, sell tickets. The money, right, he brings from ticket sales, your team, you know, just being more popular, of all other types of merchandise sales. LeBron generally raises the economy in cities when he goes there. And for those reasons, not to mention he's still playing great basketball individually, the market value would be high. And here's what I say, Rob. For all those reasons other teams would want him, no, the Lakers should not trade him. Like, really, no. You've got two top ten players in the league. Now it's a bad year. It's not working out, whether it's all on Westbrook, however you want to split up the blame. So I'm, a lot of it's just the fact that Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. But the fact is you still have two top ten players. And if you can get healthy, I know it's an if. But it's an if you can get healthy, then maybe you try. If this year didn't work out, maybe you see if you can move Westbrook or see what you can do in the offseason and you come back and you try to make another run of it at it with your two top 10, top 15 players in the league, however you want to put them in there. So, and here's the other thing I, I talking to some people uh, about this the Lakers, Rob, you know this. They've always, they've understood this is an entertainment business as well. And they are about the superstars, right? Kobe, those last few years with him, I'm not saying they were great, but they, Kobe was Kobe. He's a superstar. Oh, those years and were so, not. They didn't make the playoffs for five years. His last five well, years. Some was, of, was it his last five years? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is, they understand the value of having superstars. And there's none bigger today than LeBron James. So I, I think, Rob, for those reasons, like, why be in a rush to hit the rebuild with a bunch of draft picks? Because there's no guarantee that that's going in. We see a lot of teams. The Knicks have had a lot of lottery picks lately. The Clippers at one point, before they got Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and those guys, had a lot of lottery picks for years. It didn't work out. The Lakers had Lonzo and Kuzma and Ingram. It wasn't working out. So, I, I there's, there's no guarantee. You know what? Let's just get bad, get a couple – you it's know, not, high draft picks, and then we're going to be good. I, I don't. I don't think it's just about like like just let's rebuild to rebuild. You got a guy who obviously isn't happy with some of the stuff that's gone on. Rich Paul can sugarcoat it any, any any way he wants, but to say he's not unhappy and some of the stuff that he said 
over the weekend, if I'm ownership or management, I wouldn't be happy with it. And I would be like, well, what's the deal? You know, it's strange that you would be on the team and under contract for another year talking about playing somewhere else. That is not something that we appreciate or just even the notion of it is something that we've made a commitment to you. And as long as you have a Laker uniform on, the idea of talking about playing elsewhere, or playing with your son or or whatever, shouldn't be on the table. That's all, Chris. I'm not saying it's the end of the world. It's a deal breaker. Well, that's, LeBron, that's what I'm saying. It's not a deal breaker. But am I right, though, as far as if you're a, a, a team or ownership or management? That's not cool. I don't care if it's LeBron. It's uh, not cool. I, I mean, I think the context that he was talking about it in, playing my last year, who knows when that is. That, that He won't be under contract with the Lakers then. I just He's saying my last year, I'd like to play with Bronny. He talked about going and, then and leaving Cleveland, the door open to play really, Cleveland. Okay, that's all. Okay, so fine. That's just like somebody said, like James Harden when he said with the Nets, you know, I just want to be a free agent. Now, at the time, if he had just said, you know what, I don't want to sign my extension, I'm looking forward to being a free agent, and had kept a good attitude, played hard, not had any issues, not soft, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. So I think that's similar. And I don't want to come off like I'm just defending everything he's saying. I'm just saying if he's not to that's the point. That's what it sounds like. Right. Then it's that's all right. Fine. I mean, that's that's it can it sound like, like whatever fine. it wants. But if he doesn't want to, if he, I don't think it's at the point where it's like LeBron James is wreaking havoc in the franchise and we got to get rid of him before he blows everything up. If I'm I don't the Lakers, think it's there. I, I just look at the tea leaves and say, we're not winning. LeBron doesn't impact winning anymore, even when he puts up these big numbers. We don't win. We don't beat good teams. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. Westbrook can't shoot. We're too old. We can't defend. You're kidding yourself if you think the Lakers are going to win anything by holding on to LeBron for a, for a puncher's chance. Well, you mentioned all- there's too, other, many, there's too many year, other things. What about all these? Okay, why not try to trade Anthony Davis? Why not try to get rid of Westbrook when you can in the summer? You know, he'll, that's a big chunk of salary that some team might be able to take. But the elephant room. in the room, Chris, is that he doesn't impact winning anymore, LeBron. I mean, but, no, well, I could look. I could look at a lot of people. He doesn't impact it like he used to. That's what I'm saying. Like he doesn't. But that don't, he puts but he's up big numbers. They can't even beat the. Uh, uh, they can't even beat uh, Sacramento. He puts right. up 30 points. But he they, he's still – is he not playing good basketball? Is yes, he still, but is they're he still not a winning. top 10 player? Is he but a top 10 not player winning. in the league? I, 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 you is can he win. a top 10 player in the league? Yes, but um, Chris, okay. you can – Why would I get rid of him? That's all I'm saying. I mean, Denver's not winning the big. You can have the same record without LeBron. Denver's not winning big. Denver's not winning big with Nikola Jokic. Should they trade him? What's the difference to have a record under 500? You can have that with or without LeBron. A lot of that, the record with LeBron is actually over 500. So a lot of it is he's been hurt and Anthony Davis has been hurt. And he's been hurt three out of the last four years for the Lakers. Cut bait. Run. Run, Lakers. All the signs are there. And start all over and see how that gets you. I mean, really, there's no guarantee when you start all over. That is going to work out. You've got uh, one of the biggest draws in the sport. It's still a business. There'll be I no empty it. seats if LeBron's not there. Come on, Chris. They haven't had empty seats there in 30 I, I, Before years. LeBron there got no there, it seats. wasn't looking good. 
That's there all I'm no saying. Rob G, he knows. He's, there were no empty seats even before Still, LeBron got Rob here. Rob G, yes, the Lakers are the Lakers. There's no There's denying no empty that. empty seats. But still. You still won a superstar. They've had their little stretches with no superstars, and it wasn't good. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You hear where Rob and I are. He says, trade him. I say, don't trade him. What say you? You're turning away with Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. It's the Odd Couple Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and we're brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has the free services you need to help get you back on the road, such as their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. And I'm telling you, I was driving home earlier today. What do I see? In AutoZone. Because they got them on just about every corner. There's more than 5,600 of them nationally, so you can find them easily. AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free locations or free services and with their many locations. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Should the Lakers trade LeBron? All right. Let's kick it off with uh, Chris in San Diego. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Chris? Hey, hey what's going on, guys? What's up, man? Hey, thanks for taking my call, and I really appreciate it. I'm a real Laker fan, so having this conversation kind of hurts my soul a little bit. <laughs> so, so hearing hearing this, uh, just LeBron trade talk, I don't want it to happen because honestly, I rather to stay relevant than than go back to the dumpster aisle yep. <laughs> that we were going through after the Kobe years and, and Shaq getting traded Kobe years, and even the Lonzo Ingram and Julius Randle years were trash. I rather I rather keep LeBron and <laughs> stay relevant. I, I trade Anthony Davis before I trade LeBron, and that's straight up. <laughs> well, look, it's a business too. And right, uh, everybody can't Thanks. win the championship. So, I, I, I feel him. I feel him uh, Jamal in Richmond, Virginia. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jamal? Good evening, gentlemen. How you doing? Doing Good, great. Man. How are you? Doing well, man. Doing well. Good to hear from you guys. Good to speak to you guys again. Yes. Real Appreciate quick, Chris, I just wanted to commend you, man. I have been trying to get on two days in a row, man. I just wanted to commend you for the work that you and Antoine Walker did Two days ago, well, first things first, in the Jordan conversation in that debate, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And <laughs> a lot you. of fans out here, your fans appreciate that. We really, really all do. Right. It's time to give some pushback to that whole situation, man, and let, and let it be heard, all right? All right. We, we appreciate, appreciate that, brother. You're welcome. Absolutely. Now, as far as trading LeBron is concerned, I believe the Lakers should trade LeBron. I think they should trade LeBron. They should trade AD. They should trade Westbrook and start all over again. You've got to be able to get something back. If LeBron doesn't want to be there, fine. Let him go. But when he leaves in a year, two years, whenever he leaves, what are you left with? You don't have anything to build on. If you can trade some pieces now, 
to get some return to be able to build in the future, I say go for that. Rob, I agree with you. If he doesn't want to be there, he's unhappy, goodbye. But what we'll if he wants later. to be there? Yeah. What if he does want to be there? I'd still get rid of him. I'd still get rid of him. He's I a mercenary. Think... He's a hired gun. What he as soon as he gets a better opportunity, he's gone. You gotta get something for him now. That's what I believe. That's the way I believe. That's what I yeah. think about the situation. I'm, I mean, if you're the Lakers, you gotta just look at look at it the whole way and think about yourself. Chris, let's squeeze in uh, your man here. VJ Husky oh, is chiming wow. in here the on vanilla, the Odd Couple. The Vanilla, vanilla Child. Funny. That's right. <laughs> here on the Odd Couple Fox Sports the Radio. Husky what the Vanilla up? one. What, what, what is it? Vanilla Vanilla Husky. <laughs> What's up, man? He's been a cause. He's actually filled in for Ron Parker a few That's times. That's right. Done a good job. Yes. Yes, thank you very much. Thanks for taking my call. I'll make it quick, man. Rob's dead on. you got to move him. But I said this on VJ's on Sports Like Conduct back in December, and people thought I was crazy. You have to read You the are crazy. And, and, and look well, just because Bill Clap- Plasky wrote a column don't mean you're right. <laughs> you, you, you know, look, Jeannie Buss didn't come out and say we trading LeBron, so well, don't run no victory laps. Hold on, can, can come I, up in here I, with no I, victory. I, I will treat you just like I do when you co-host. I, you, you I will see, slap hey, you up like I do when you co-host. Hey, hey VJ, you see, I can't. You can't get a word in. I've been. I do this <laughs> I know, five days I know, a week. I know. Trust me, he, he cuts me off when I'm in the studio too. I'm used to it by now. But but just listen really quick, guys. This man is a great basketball player. I never deny that. He is a top ten guy of all time. Never deny that. But he is the petulant man child. He's the guy who watches you mop the floor, sweep, clean up, put all the toys away fix everything pretty for him, and then comes and pulls everything back out and messes up and then looks back at you and says, okay, you clean this up. I didn't do anything. And that's what he did All-Star Weekend. Any Laker fan in the front office, you got to look at that and say, okay, we don't take that. You don't like what's going on, fine. But you want to throw Rob under the bus. Oh, in the bubble, Rob wants his respect. You want to throw the Lakers under the bus. Oh, in the bubble, Jeannie wants her respect. And, oh, yeah, I want my damn respect, too. you got to move this guy because now the relationship between him and Russ if you thought it was iffy before, now Russ knows that, hey, y'all came after me. Now you want me gone? You got to trade LeBron. And you got to figure out what you're going to do. And you got to do it now. Jeannie's got to look up to heaven and say, Daddy, I watched you do it with Shaq. Emmitt Smith was let go. Joe Montana was traded. Joe Namath. Superstars get traded, guys. It's time for them to trade LeBron. Thanks for taking my call. I love you guys. Cool, Rob Ski. My fellow vanilla brother, Chris. Appreciate you guys. What up, Rob G? All right. There he is, Chris, your guy. He was all over you. Chris, hey, VJ, you probably talked yourself I, I out of I feel like I put him in his place. You probably talked yourself out of co-hosted again. Chris will hold it against you. <laughs> It'll be a cold day yes. before you. No, I'm just playing. That's my man. All right, uh, we got Bill Orm of The Athletic joining us to talk about this LeBron Lakers stuff. But first. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, it is The Odd Couple. Chris and Rob live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. My and our Mike next guest is a friend of the show, does a great job of covering the Lakers for The Athletic, Bill Oren. Bill, how are you? What's up, Bill? How are you guys doing today? Thanks for having me on. We're doing yeah, great. We're, great, we're loving man. the stuff and, you're writing, yeah. too. Loving it. Tons of stuff going on. So let's get right to it. Now, you wrote a story the other day, yesterday. Which the title was, As Tensions Rise Between LeBron James and Rob Palenka, Where Will the Lakers Draw the Line? Bill Plaschke of the LA Times, longtime columnist, comes out today, writes a column saying they need to trade LeBron. And Rich Paul is 
talked to a few people, and publicly stated LeBron doesn't want to leave the Lakers. He wants to stay, and this is all overblown. What is it? Kind of summarize if you can. What really is going on here? Yeah, I think I think you have to look at it as LeBron sort of um, uh, beating his chest a little bit and trying to reestablish an order of of um, authority here. You know, LeBron signed a four-year contract when he came to the Lakers, signed a multi-year extension after the championship. There hasn't been, like, the pressure on the Lakers' front office that, that LeBron put on the Cavs' front office every year with those one-year contracts. Right. Remember that? There was yep. so much urgency each year. And then you look at what's happened with the Lakers. I mean, you can you know, injuries, of course, have been a part of it. But we're looking at three of those four years with the Lakers, miss the playoffs, uh, play in, play in. Yeah, that's not good enough when you have LeBron James. And so I think LeBron is starting is kind of is, is sort of, you know, one, trying to make sure that, you know, it is clear who he thinks is to blame. That's not him, right? He's playing at a super high level. Yep. He doesn't want the blame for Russell Westbrook. Um, so he's kind of he's kind of holding Rob Palenka's feet to the fire a little bit here. And I think just kind of reminding the Lakers that, hey, you know, he's still playing at a high enough level that he could leave and it could hurt the Lakers. And I think that's it's just an important reminder for the Lakers what kind of asset they have right in here in terms of LeBron James. But, but Bill, that's true. He's played at a high level, but he doesn't impact winning like he used to. He's putting up great numbers. They don't, they can't even beat the Kings. I mean, so if I'm the Lakers and I hear you, LeBron is a great player, all time. Great. He's a box office guy, but if a guy's not happy and he goes to Cleveland and uh, yeah, I, I, I leave the door open to come back here and I'm going to uh, praise every other g- general manager in the league, even if they've never won a championship or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go play with Bronny no matter what. I don't care about the money. I mean, he did stick his chest out a lot. And if I'm the Lakers, I would have been pissed. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think what I wrote was they certainly catch the Lakers off guard, uh, given the, the lengths they've gone to to accommodate LeBron James, give him, you know, really an equity stake in – you know, obviously not financially, but an equity stake in the decision making and direction of the franchise. Um, but you, you can't, if you're the Lakers, you have established yourself as the destination that takes special care of its stars. You know, dating back to Magic Johnson after he retired, you know, getting an ownership share, uh, Kobe Bryant, the way he was treated over the course of his career. And LeBron is not a Laker in the same way those guys were. You know, he's not a career Laker, obviously. Right. But he's as great, every bit as great, or it, you know, probably greater than either of them uh, over the course of his career. So there is like a an element of how you treat LeBron here is going to matter in in kind of the history of the franchise and and how you are viewed by other stars. So the Lakers could be pissed. The Lakers could feel like you know maybe LeBron is a distressed asset. But if you trade him without him asking for a trade, you lose Clutch, which is a major player in NBA circles. And if and you're gonna you're you're gonna damage the reputation you have as a, a team that takes really good care of your superstars. Yeah, but you, make, you it, it make teams, you guys think twice before they sign here. You might also get some some points for stepping up. There there were 135 players who didn't even vote for LeBron to be on the All Star team. So I don't know. There might be a faction of people who would look at the Lakers and go. Man, I got respect for them. They're Most about their of those organization. Guys were probably eighth or ninth men I, and I'm below. I'm just saying, Bill. <laughs> I, I think it could work the other way as well because the guy claims he's not 
happy. He's blaming everybody else. He's the one who put on social media the Westbrook powwow and, uh, you know, and uh, we're going to make this work and told everybody who would listen that keep the same energy, you know, when everybody and their uncle panned the trade and the, the acquisition uh, from day one. So all I'm Bill. saying is it might, it might not be a negative. Do you think how realistic or like, do you think there is talk like legitimate talk among the Lakers management of, of really potentially trading LeBron James? I do not. I do not think that is a conversation right now. I think there is an awareness that LeBron James has regained the leverage in this situation, even though he's in, you know, under contract for at least another year, you know, he could get a, he could, he could, either agree to or, or decline a contract extension this summer. You know, if he wanted to get traded, he could really pressure the Lakers and, you know, they would probably have to oblige. But I don't think LeBron wants to go anywhere, first of all. I think he just wants things to be better in L.A. And, and I'm waiting to see what the real end game of that is, like what his objective is. is he, does he want a different general manager? Does he just want Rob Polinka to, um, to listen to him? Is he mad about the trade deadline? I mean, because to me, Rob Polinka has listened to everything LeBron James has said since he arrived in 2018. And as we saw in last summer, that's kind of part of the problem. Russell Westbrook may not be here if LeBron James isn't, isn't pushing so, so forcefully for that deal. So um, I don't really think Rob, I don't think there's a great reason for LeBron James to be upset with Rob Polinka, uh, aside from the, the trade deadline when the Lakers really, really didn't have options to transform this team into a contender. But uh, like I wrote uh, yesterday, you know, LeBron, if LeBron's going to be mad at something, it has to be the trade deadline. Because if he pulls back the layers any further, you know, he's, what he's going to find is, you know, his fingerprints all over it, too. And, but the trade deadline is the one thing he can say, you know, his hands are clean of. 30 seconds, Bill. What do you think are the, the realistic chances of the Lakers making a run this season? Uh, AD will be back, we presume, before the playoffs. Um, do you give him anything more than a puncher's chance? I mean, they can go for a run anytime they want. They live by the beach. Go for a nice jog. Enjoy the sunshine. <laughs> oh, you meant in the playoffs? Uh, playoffs? In the playoffs? Pl- playoffs? No, come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Guys, it is over. I mean, like, I mean, I just want to be very clear. It is over. Like, yeah, there is wow. there is no chance. Like, I don't I don't okay. give them any chance of anything other than you know maybe advancing from the play in and then getting stomped in the first round. I don't give them any chance. Wow. All right. Well, All right, there's Bill Orem of the Athletic. Keeping it real. Fantastic job. Keep up the great work, man. Yes, we appreciate Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate yep. you. More I couple coming your way. Shekel City is next. And the games start up tonight. So Rob will, Rob will have to start betting again. He's I been got shekels, not big shekels tonight. I got big shekels tonight. <laughs> I piled up my shekel. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's the iCouple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you are a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations. Do apply and rob the, uh, the Nets are back in business playing tonight. Against the Boston Celtics, of course, no KD, no Ben Simmons, and no Kyrie. So, another national TV game without a lot of stars. I'd but Ben is at back. least there. He's there. He's looking confident. He's in a nice sweater, got a nice chain around his neck. Yeah, that's nice. 
but I paid four fifty <laughs> for seats. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, hey, that's that's progress, I guess, right? That's progress. God. At least he's showing his face now. All right, it's time for Shekel City. Welcome to Shekel City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. Shekel City, soon to be sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook. I've put out enough shekels tonight, Chris, to pocket uh, maybe 550 shekels total if my uh, prognostications work out. But all right, we're back, baby. Shekel City is back. We ended uh, on a high note. Before the uh, All-Star break, now that the NBA's back, here we go. Shekel City, uh, best bet, Grizzlies minus two at the T-Wolves. There we go. Cavs minus six at the Pistons. Chris, you know the Pistons always do me dirty every time I bet against them. They they win outright. They don't just cover. They win. I think they're 12 wins. I've taken the L about 11 times on their games. I keep thinking bet against the Pistons. So you're going with them tonight. No, I'm betting against them. Are you still going against Cavs minus six, yep. And uh, Nuggets are uh, in Sacramento tonight, Chris. I got the Nuggets minus four. So uh, Grizzlies, Cavs, Nuggets, that's my three-team parlay. My best bet is the Grizzlies. Don't forget, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. And, Chris, it could be a abundanza of shekels if these things work out tonight. Because, you what? know, I haven't been betting for a week. Abundanza. What is Abundance. That? Abundance. Oh, wow. You didn't know In I was Italian. I'm Italian. Forget about it. Okay. Abundanza. Okay. All right. All right. I hear you. I hear you. All Am right, I right well, Alex? Is that Italian? Abundanza? I don't know. Yeah. I dumped it just to be safe. Okay. Well, look, you're, you're off. Right. <laughs> so we don't get in trouble. Um, you are confident about your Shekel City bets tonight. Are you as confident about MLB starting the season on time, Rob? They have given us a deadline, or not us, but the players that league has given the players a deadline, the players union, of Monday, February 28th. If a deal isn't done by then, then we will not have baseball on time, and we will not make up those games, so it won't be at 162. Right. It'll be uh, the clock will be ticking and the games yes. will be melting away, Chris. And you lose that money. This is how you negotiate. If if you can't, they don't want a federal mediator. They want to stay at the table. I'll give them credit that they met every day this week. They know how important yeah, but it some is. Some of the meetings are like fifteen minutes. Nah, some have been five hours. <laughs> so they they have met. I mean, this is uh, I'm I'm glad they're at the table. Cause they could just be like, Well, we're not meeting, we're not doing anything. And at some point, uh, cooler heads will prevail. I'm still feeling like they'll get a deal done. I don't. I, I think it's very important not to miss any regular season games for everybody financially. And once you pass that threshold, Chris, you know, if you're the owners and you're already taking losses and you're going to miss some games, you know, you, you'll be the ones to be like, well, we'll just wait. You know, like we, we have money. Like, right. Right. Seriously. I mean, I'm not trying – not that the players aren't rich, you know, but but they're the ones who uh, will just wait. Yeah, it's it's look, it's the case in all of these uh, bouts of collective bargaining yep. with the leagues is that the reality is that you've got rich players versus wealthy billionaires. You've got millionaires versus billionaires. You've got guys that make their money off their sport. 
right, and playing those games, and then you've got guys that made their money elsewhere. And they really don't need the money. Like, they're not – the owners aren't being hurt when they don't play. Right. Financially. I mean, you know, yeah, they're they're technically losing money, but they they got so much it doesn't matter. Players – some of them, Rob, we know this, that that don't prepare for something like this or that haven't been smart with their money or whatever it may be, they start hurting. And that's why, you know, it's a ch- it's always tough on the players in this situation. I was listening to the radio today, and they had a few of the, uh, you know, commentators, Buster Olney right. uh, was on the radio. And he said, Rob, and, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if he's right or not. He said he thinks... That this thing, if it goes on, the longer it goes, he said he thinks the players will get routed because of the reasoning I just gave. No, Um, Chris, I I believe that, and that's why you make the threat. Like, you got to let them know that if we miss this deadline, okay, we're not playing 162. So now you're getting into the money. You know, like, spring training's one thing, Chris, and I'm making any money. Like, now we're talking about, okay, we've already canceled the first week of spring training games. I had tickets to go to the Dodgers in Arizona on, on Saturday. I had, t- mm. I had tickets, so I have to get a refund on that. Right. But, but, but now you start talking about missing games, and, and the longer it goes, you know, then you, you, get, you don't get a better deal, Chris, once the owner, you know, you get a worse deal. Right, right. You don't get yeah, a better so. deal. Look, Once I you hope you're right. I, the baseball definitely doesn't need this. You no. know, they haven't had. I mean, we know we're all just coming off years. COVID, right, Chris? Well, beyond, but oh. but beyond that, I'm just saying, you know, the seasons themselves, you know, ha- have been truncated. You know, recently just because of COVID and all that. So they haven't had a full season. You know, I mean, they. You know, no, what last, we're used what? to. Yeah, right. yeah, what we're used to. So. I think you got to get this thing going. And if they don't, usually, Rob, if they don't, like you said, if they don't meet that first deadline, then it's going to probably be a while. Yeah, yeah. It'll be ugly then because it, it will get ugly. And that's when the owners can walk away and just say, well, hit us up when you're ready to talk. You know what right. I mean? Really? That's right. what. Okay. Absolutely. All right. It is the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, on a TV theme song Thursday. And uh, join us. For the next two hours on Fox Sports Radio, The Odd Couple in full effect.